Trade Square is Australia's first business-to-business marketplace connecting people, brands and organisations into this diverse ecosystem in a unique global landscape. Through pivoting, transforming and reshaping, Australian businesses have an opportunity to create the model for the future that aligns with the world's needs and leveraging the power of a collaborative approach. Through the Trade Square podcast, we will bring together dynamic, diverse and thought-provoking leaders from business, government and organisations to have conversations to further enable new thinking for the future. Welcome to Trade Square, Australia's leading B2B marketplace. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen and joining me today on our podcast is Georgie Robertson, founder of the Regional PR Co. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me on today. How is life in regional Australia today? It's actually pretty good. Apart from getting slightly colder and sitting in my parka in front of my computer, it's, um, it's good. Alison, tell us, who is Georgie Robertson? Um, so who am I? I'm a business owner um, and, as you mentioned, founder and director of the Regional PR Co., which in a nutshell um, is a creative public relations agency based um, about 40 minutes out of Wagga um, where myself and a, um, a very small team, um, we, run a, um, we run communication strategies for clients across uh, various sectors um, including agri-food, ag tech, lifestyle, um, tourism, but really at the heart of it we're um, all about connecting rural and regional stories to national media outlets. And tell us about your call to adventure to launching the Regional PR Co. Um, so that's kind of an interesting one because um, it was actually more out of necessity than um, probably good management and strategy. But basically um, about four years ago, um, my partner and I had a, had a pretty tough time. He lost his job. Um, we were living on a fairly remote cattle property for several years um, and he's a helicopter pilot and part of the package was actually living, um, it included, um, you know, a house on the property. And so um, when he lost his job, we actually had to leave the property and the area. And so um, I decided that because um, he actually travels quite a bit. So basically decided to come back to Wagga where my parents lived. And we actually lived with mum and dad or I lived with mum and dad for a year with three kids, which was a bit interesting. And um in my mind, I was going to be looking for a job and I was thinking communications potentially at the university or the council. Um, but because I'd been working remotely for a number of years, I just wasn't, um, I just wasn't getting the traction in, in um, getting any employment at all. So I still had a couple of clients and I ended up um, leasing an office thinking, well, in the meantime, I'll keep working with my clients. Um, and then actually... Um, it just ended up um, there was a real need for um, PR. It's not a lot of PR agencies, small PR agencies in um, regional Australia. So I actually ended up getting, I did pound the pavement. I spent a lot of time kind of marketing myself on LinkedIn and um, I eventually ended up getting um, so many clients that I didn't have to go looking for a job and ended up staying in the office. So that's kind of where it all, um, it started. And so thinking about the last 12 months, how have you seen Australian businesses and particularly regional businesses adding value to the world? 
Um, well, I think it's more than the last 12 months, but I, um, you know, well, we work, obviously, um, one of our clients is um, AgriFutures Australia, and they have the largest um, agri-food ag tech event in the Southern Hemisphere that, well, we obviously didn't hold it this year, but, um, you know, we get sort of um, farmers and speakers from um, Australia and around the world, and what you get to see um, at events like this is just the incredible um, innovators. There's some, you know, Australian farmers are regarded as some of the most innovative in the world and um, and particularly in the last 10 years there's been a real adoption around that smart farming technology. So, you know, that might be anything um, from big tractors that can steer themselves through to drones and sensors and satellite imagery, whatever it might be. But basically, you know, there is this real, um, you know, um, agriculture in particular is having a real moment in the um, sun and it's it's exciting. And something that you are passionate about is telling the stories of the bush and the people who are behind those. How are you seeing, you know, the people who are working in these areas uh, through your work at Regional PR um, really come to life? Um, so I think, I mean, there are, I mean, again, there are so many, I mean, moving aside from sort of the you know, more kind of agricultural, there's also so many bush businesses um, and uh, entrepreneurs, um, female and male entrepreneurs, but there's just, um, I think there's been a real rise of um, of these uh, female-led businesses um, and women doing some incredible um, work out in regional Australia um, and, you know, too many probably examples to, to name, but it's... Um, it's it's incredibly exciting to be able to help tell those stories and get them um, get them onto the kind of national um, radar. And so, why is that something that's important to you? Um, I think for a long time there was that real city country divide, and particularly also, um, you know, we. Uh, I think a lot of regional Australia was looked um, from a media perspective anyway through that lens of um, you know the hard done by farmer or, you know, there's no jobs in regional Australia or you can't get um, decent health care. And actually um, that's not the case. There's just so, so much going on and so many um, innovators and so many opportunities and just, you know, to be able to tell those stories is it, it's, it's actually telling the realities of what it's like living out, um, you know, whether it's really um, remote or whether it might be somewhere like Wagga, which is um, incredibly um, dynamic and you've got fabulous, um, you know, like a culture and a scene and um, entrepreneurial smart women. I mean, there's just so many opportunities to tell those stories and, um, yeah, and it's I think it's important. And so how have uh, resilient, dynamic and resourceful individuals played a key role in working towards transforming Australian businesses? Well, again, I think um, we've probably, it's probably in the last 12 months, we've re- or probably in the last couple of years, we've really seen um, examples of that coming to light. You know, we, you look at someone like Grace Brennan who, um, is credited with us with transforming Australian um, rural businesses, particularly those that were drought affected, and you know very small kind of creators and makers who, um, when she launched the Buy from the Bush program, um, which or campaign in I think it was just before Christmas in October October two thousand and nineteen. 
um, and it started gaining traction. And in um, in the first sort of 10 days or so, it had gained uh, 50,000 followers on Instagram and Facebook. And, and what she was doing was actually showcasing small businesses, um, you know, whether they were jewellery makers or artists or photographers um, and and really um, growing their business through through the Buy From The Bush platform. Um, and in the, I think in the first five months, maybe nine months, uh, no, it was a, I think it was the first five months, the... Um, Facebook actually ran a, um, a, a report and found that there was over five million in total re- revenue for those small businesses. So the 275 businesses that were featured um, saw a boost of around 300% to their own business. Um, and so, you know, someone like Grace, who's able to um, really transform those businesses, I mean, she was obviously... Um, you know, hugely successful and what it meant was that those businesses then could go on to, you know, grow their own businesses and um, hire new employees, um, maybe start shipping interstate, even overseas. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of examples like Grace, but um, she stands out. And so what are some of the key steps that enable businesses to create meaningful and authentic publicity? Um, I think... You know, obviously, connecting through stories um, is a really is really important because people love that um, that they love the human connection and they love the stories. So, um, you know, and it might just be, um, you know, through social media. Even it doesn't even have to be through kind of you know traditional media. But you know, Instagram is a great example of being able to show up. Um, you know, talk about the journey of what, where you're going with your business, you know, some of the bumps that you might experience along the way. Um, another one is to develop key messages. So really know, like, and also really know that what your why, what, what you, why you're doing what it is that you do. Um, I think that's very key and meaningful. Um, and then also building relationships with journalists uh, is really important. And then, and to do that is, you know, you might follow them on social media or, you know, you research um, and read um, articles that they're writing and, um, you know, view their broadcasts, listen to their radio programs just to get a really um, good sense of, of what they're interested in, what their audiences are interested in. Um, and that way I think, you know, you can actually start um, social media is so good for actually being able to have some sort of relationship with a journalist that you might not have been able to have um, previously. So that they, they're pretty key steps. The other one I think is just um, particularly if you're a service business, um, you know, becoming a trusted expert in um, whatever field it is. I mean, whether it's PR or whether it's, um, you know, human resources or whatever it might be, but just showing like through um, it might be, you know, in featured op-eds, it might be through social media, it might be writing articles, it might be through blog posts on LinkedIn, um, but just showing, you know, your knowledge in your subject and your field of expertise, which you might take for granted, but actually can really add value to someone else, um, you know, it's which for your audience might be really um, helpful or important. And so what's a key message that you are passionate about that you are advocating and championing through your work at the Regional PR Co? 
Um, I think, oh, I mean, we have several, but I think sometimes removing those cliched narratives that, the, the, that are shared by media around how, you know, particularly around like farmers and regional communities um, where battlers and, you know, things are tough and um, actually, uh, you know, uh, regional Australia is made up of innovators and hustlers and some very kind of, um, you know, new generations are moving into regional communities and, um, you know, once upon a time we would have had that brain drain kind of um, narrative and now it's actually we're getting the smart kids moving back to, um, you know, places like Wagga and Dubbo and Toowoomba um, and even further afield. So I think that's that's a key message for us is that, you know, there's some exciting um there's some exciting projects that are happening. There's, um, you know, and there's some very kind of um, entrepreneurial um, people out in regional communities. And so what are some of the hot topics at the office at the moment that you are super excited about? <laughs> um, I don't know that's super excited about. I mean, I think there's some, there's always lots of hot topics. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm actually excited Last year, we really saw um, the death of a lot of print media in um, regional Australia. You know, News Corp killed off, I think, I can't remember, I, I want to say 120 regional newspapers. Um, same with um, Southern Cross Media also killed off local programming. And so um, we're, all, we're starting to see, I think, now um, a little bit sort of post-lockdown, post-pandemic, um, the grip anyway of post-pandemic, that there's some new like niche t- titles that are starting to appear and um, independent print publications like um, Galar magazine, which is showcasing a kind of more modern Australia and um, or rural and regional Australia. Um, and Grazy Her, for example, with, with their Life on the Land podcast. So there's just these little... Um, newer, more kind of um, agile types of publications and media outlets that are popping up since um, since we did have that really tough year last year um, in the media. And I guess it's part of that cleansing process to make way for the new opportunities and bring some of those wonderful new media outlets to, to life that are relevant to the 21st century. Yeah, I think I heard someone describe it as green shoots and I think that's a really um, nice little analogy, you know, sort of out of the um, out of out of what we experienced last year. There are these sort of green shoots of hope and also um, opportunities that are arising. And so what are some of the ways that you actively challenge the status quo in your role? Um, I, I think, again, it's like championing the... Um, you know the the innovators telling the story of you know not looking at that sort of um that stereotypical regional australia through the lens of disadvantage you know you can't find work it's hard to get access to medical it's all it's all doom and gloom and hardship when actually i think we at regional pr code definitely telling those stories of um you know the more the more kind of exciting um you know whether it's whether it's events or whether it's um, projects or campaigns or people, that is definitely the way we would be um, challenging the status quo. And over the last month, uh, off the back of International Women's Day, we have really been focused on celebrating women and around the theme of choose to challenge. 
How do you choose to challenge? Um, I think that's such a good question. And I thought about that. I did think about that over the, um, during that period. I think challenging the limits and labels that I've put on myself probably, um, you know, over my, over the past 30 years, say, um, you know, growing up in regional Australia, I grew up in outback New South Wales. Um, and it was a very, my very well-meaning dad used to say to me, you know, that women could never become farmers. Um, or, you know, he, we, he was a pilot. He had, um, he used to muster in our Cessna and he would, we, we never learned to fly as kids, um, because girls just didn't do that. And I think, whereas my brother, for example, um, he got, so many more opportunities and I feel like there were lower expectations on myself um, and my sister, my sisters than my brother had and that gender bias runs or did run very deep um, out in the rural sector for a long time and for me I felt really quite hemmed in um, by those kind of intergenerational um, beliefs that, you know, my father and grandfather and also the women out there. I mean it's just a, it was a different mindset back then. Um, you know, women did not ever take over the family, well, you know, rarely took over the family property, for example. But um, I think, you know, going back to when I had those really challenging times when Scotty lost his job and we moved back and we're living with mum and dad, I think um, it's then I realised that actually, um, you know, I had to break through those beliefs and limitations on myself um, to successfully grow the regional PR will launch and grow the regional PR co. And to have that and to have that voice for not only women but obviously of those regions and to actually tell a different story, which is really wonderful. So thank you so much, Georgie, for sharing your world and your wisdom with Trade Square. Thank you so much. For more information on Trade Square, head to www.tradesquare.com.au and support Australian business economic recovery and growth with a collaborative approach to the future of business. Mm-hmm.